This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. Keith Ryder, I am Andy Baskin, and I am... Tired of dealing with me. Not really. I'm just, uh, you're just trying to come up with creative things to type under your name? Is that I am. Today I am. Okay. Baskin found a new toy, so we're spending the podcast. You're in a bad mood. Uh, yes. gee, I, I would have never guessed. I think I'm just exhausted. I did seven high school football games this weekend, so maybe that's why. And then that's the Browns it. lose. Hey, <laughs> it's a lot way, easier when the Browns which, lose. Yes. Congratulations, Glenville. Congratulations to St. Edwards. And congratulations to the Kirtland Hornets. Dude, how could you leave Perry out? And Perry. The Perry. You know where Perry is now. Perry had a great game. They played great. Uh, congratulations to them. So yeah. what Lake County ended up with uh, two of the seven yeah. championships? That's right. Must be the water up there. Look out. Lake Catholic's going to be good again next year, too. So Lake, And then if Menor turns things around, wow. I mean, it's just it's amazing to me how good Lake County football is and how there's so many good football players in that small area right there. Um, all right, so now I'm not in a bad mood anymore. Hang on a second. Let me get right See? Just, uh, we needed to show the high school kids some love. Yeah. Job well done. Jake Laverde. Um, did a post game interview with him. I don't. Did you see that? No, I Look missed. It up. I'm sorry, I missed all your post game interviews. You week. missed it. Sixty thousand hits, man. More hits than this is doing. I can tell you that. <laughs> Sixty thousand. I almost. I almost said something else. I'll go ahead, knock it out. I don't nope. care. Type it on the nope. bottom. Put them underneath your name. Nope. Nope. nope all right. Let nope. me ask you this because we got a lot of feedback on that. So all right, okay. I'm about to get fired up again. Ready. All right, so Deshaun Watson sat in the suite and did not go down on the sidelines. And I could not get over how many people were upset about that. Should they have been? Nah, because here's the thing. You know, I mean, uh, I would say that I get get both sides of the argument, right? You should be on the sidelines, even if you're hurt, whatever. But there's also, like, the comfort factor and the fact that he's coming off surgery and stuff like that. I got – he he was there. He was in the locker room. He was on the field before the game. I'm guessing he was on the field after the game. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he was there. I, I I think that I, I think that that I 
if people are getting themselves, I mean, mad. People are mad. Like, oh, yeah, it's a you bad know what? Look. Then you're looking. Then you're looking for something to be mad about. I thought it was ridiculous. And the other thing I thought about was if Deshaun's on the sidelines and he's talking to somebody, and all of a sudden the play, like, I don't think people realize how big, how fast, and how quick things happen on the sidelines. Yeah. It's not a very safe place. Well, to look be. What, what look what happened in Philadelphia between exactly. the 49ers and the Eagles. What kind of a mess that is now that they're going to have to deal with. So, so yeah, but how I, many, I mean, you have no idea how many people have been hurt on the sidelines, and we don't even talk about it because they don't. Most of the people don't play the game, right? That are getting hurt, right? So, yeah. Well, but I think the thing is, let's just say someone no, starts the chain gang guy had his leg snapped in half. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. The sidelines are a pretty dangerous place to be if you're not playing or coaching. So I'm with you. So let's just say Deshaun's on the sideline, right? Right. And a play comes towards him, and he's trying to get out of the way. He loses his balance and falls back on that shoulder again. Right. Is that what we need? No. So I have no problem with that. The other thing, too, is if he wanted to go with his girlfriend, she shouldn't be on the sideline, so they should be sitting in the suite. I just in the stands or wherever. I don't care. to complain about. That's that's the other thing I heard today. Was well, he should have been wearing Browns gear while he was in the sidelines. Who cares? Who cares? Was he wearing Steelers gear? Then I might be pissed. But I got to be honest. Who cares what he was wearing? Yeah, I again, I just think that that whole conversation is people looking for reasons to be mad about something. You want to be you want to be frustrated as a fan. Be be frustrated that that you know guys are hurt and the season is teetering on falling apart um you want to be frustrated be frustrated that the the defense is looking like it's starting to show some wear and tear right that they're not uh, playing at their best when the when they're needed to play at their best um like th- those are legit frustrations for to uh, to be for like a browns fan right you know, right. I agree. The, I the agree. fact that they're amidst uh, what was supposed to be a really good season for them and has been for the most part. Right. I mean, they're, 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 uh, you know, seven and four in the thick of things or seven and five, I should say in the thick of things, but like, you know, I, I, I just think that sometimes fans um, are looking for an outlet for their frustrations. Right. When there isn't blame to go around, like it's, I can criticize Kevin for not punting there with two and a half minutes to play and going forward on fourth down. The rest of it, though, I can't really criticize. I mean, uh, Joe Flacco's interception was basically was uh, him taking a sh- another shot down the field, which is what Joe Flacco does. Right, throw happened to be short. John Johnson third made a great play, and uh, unfortunately, that ended up costing the Browns points. Right, and mm-hmm. momentum away from them. Um, I still think about Njoku's half a foot that just right. barely grazed. That I mean, that was a game changer too. Right. So, like, I just feel like, unfortunately, the uncontrollables right now are what's controlling this Brown season. The injuries are just, you know, they've been able to weather so many storms here. And even in the earliest, the first time around when Deshaun was out, they weathered that. But then once he was lost for the season, even in the back of my mind, I'm thinking they, they can't survive this. They've, they might limp into the playoffs, but they're going to get kicked out really quick because they, they just they don't have a competent quarterback. Well, Joe Flacco showed you Sunday in, in Los Angeles, he's a competent quarterback. Is he the same player he was that won a Super Bowl? No, 
but he's competent. He can make all the throws on the field. You have to respect his arm, right? So he's the second best starting quarterback in the AFC North right now. So, after yeah, one game. Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So um, that's why I think, you know, fans are, you know, getting all upset about this Deshaun thing in LA or whatever. And I, I mean, the reason to be upset about that is if he didn't go out to practice when they were practicing at UCLA to visit with them. Or if he didn't go to the, if he just like stayed away, completely detached himself from the organization, then I think you've got something tangible as a fan to criticize him for, but criticize him because he didn't stay on a sideline where it's a dangerous place to be. And he wasn't wearing team apparel. uh, I think you're really, really grasping uh, at straws at this point. And again, I get the frustration of Browns fan because it the only thing that could derail this season. Remember in the preseason, you and I were talking about what, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? This injuries. Year? That was like the biggest, right. thing, I but, but I wouldn't say it. You were trying to get me to say it. And I'm like, I'm not putting it out there. I'm not saying sure. it. I won't say the, I, I just, I won't say the word. And unfortunately that is what is undoing this season right now. And yes, there's some little things with Stefanski decision making and play calls that we can nitpick, and that's but that's what we do. That that's part of the fun of being a fan, doing what we do for a living. Um, but the uncontrollables of these injuries, like I, I understand why Browns fan is frustrated. That was a winnable game Sunday in LA. The the week before against Denver was a winnable game, and. You know, and now Amari Cooper, don't know what's going to happen with him. Don't know the status of Denzel Ward yet. Miles Garrett's playing with one arm at this point. So I I get the frustration because there was so much hope and promise when this team was seven and three. And now the reality is starting to set in that this is going to be tough. Like right now, as we talk, the Browns are the seventh seed, according to the National Football League. Right. Okay. They're the seventh seed. They're the third place team in their division. Pittsburgh's five, Indianapolis is six. A quick reminder, it's and a Houston's four-way right tie. Yeah. Houston's also seven and five. Four-way tie, head-to-head between the Browns and the Colts do not apply in the tie-breaking scenarios, okay? Uh, it's it's a bunch of other things, but Browns v. Colts do not matter right now because the Colts, they're second place in their division. The Browns are third place in their division, and that's one of the tiebreakers that matter. Hmm. In a three, four plus team tiebreaker. So where you land in your division is more important than head to head. Well, when you when you have this four team tiebreaker, yeah. yes, okay. absolutely. Now in in three it's at three weeks when they go to Houston. Mm-hmm. The, to me, the playoffs for the Browns. I just don't. I, we'll get into this on our next podcast, Andy. I don't mm-hmm. know that beating Jacksonville with the way they're playing. I don't know that that's realistic. So. If they lose that game, it's going to be hard to really be upset at that, right? Right. Uh, so that that gets them set. That's seven and six. The Bears is winnable. That should right. get them to eight and six, right? Right. But then 
I think 11 is the magic number for them because I feel like they have to beat the they have to beat the Texans in Houston. They have to come home and beat the Jets, and then they have to go to Cincinnati and beat the Bengals. Okay, that gets them into the playoffs. So right now, yeah, things seem to be slipping a little bit for the Browns, and and I get the nervousness, and I'm a little nervous right now about their. Let me just say this: if they come out and win on Sunday, everyone's going to have their mind at ease a little bit. But that would also probably mean that Denzel's playing. That would mean that Miles has a better game than he had and that they feel like Joe Flacco can move them right. uh, to the next phase. All right, I do want to talk about the Jaguars, but first I want to watch them against Cincinnati in the Monday Nighter. And so that'll give us something to talk about as we head into a little bit later in this week when we come back with our other editions of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Again, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our fabulous producer, Meredith Kane. Thank you for partaking in our um, soiree. Is that fair? Andy's Andy's buffoonery. My buffoonery soiree and all around good time. Discovering it's, a keyboard. It is always, hang on a second. Yep, I'll just let it go. It's always game day in Cleveland.